It's time for you to be a part of the show. Email or call with questions for Dr. Mike now. Email Smith at RadioMD.com or call 877-711-5211. What are you waiting for? The doctor is in. I love this first question for this segment. I'm not sure if I have a great answer, but I'm just going to tell this person what I do. Grains or no grains? I am so confused. What do you do? Yeah, you're, I mean, there's so much conf- conflicting information, and it depends on who you're talking to, right? So you got paleo diet proponents who are uh, against any form of grain because our ancestors didn't eat grains like that. Um, then you got other people who are like, no, no, the ancient grains, the sorghum, for instance, that's wonderful for you. And, and, you know, then you got other people who are like uh, whole grains, you know, just, just don't overdo it. And then you got people who just don't care and eat whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's confusing. Um, here's the thing. I mean, okay. So what's the issue with grains? Well, they're carbs and sugar is the culprit, not fat, not cholesterol, sugar. So even if it is a ancient, high-fiber, whole grain, it's still a carb, and it's still going to break down to the simple sugars eventually. And that sugar is going to have some insulin re- release with it. And every time we release insulin, that's the hormone that says store, store, store. We just got a food source in, so we're going to store it. Store some of it as glycogen, the rest is fat. And that's just it. Now, the grains do break down into the simple sugars at a slower rate, and that's a good thing because then there's less of a sugar spike in your blood, less of a insulin spike in your blood. That is good because that helps your body to maintain normal insulin sensitivity. So you're not flooding your body uh, with insulin like after eating a donut. And that flooding of insulin, that insulin spike, eventually leads to insulin resistance. So your body has to produce more and more insulin. And so now you're producing tons and tons of the hormone that tells your brain to store everything. That's why when we removed fat from our diet and didn't and, and actually added sugar, because if you remove one macronutrient fat, you got to add it. You can't. It's just you, you got to add something into it. It just it'd be an empty space. So we added sugar. So you take away fat, we added sugar, and we got fatter. Because we were increasing insulin the store everything eventually as fat hormone. That's what it does. And that's the and, and so, yeah, the, the simple carbs, the white breads, white pastas, that kind of stuff, definitely. You got to avoid that stuff. But is there room for us for some grains, whole grains? Is there something to be said about the fact that it breaks down and converts into the simple sugar slower? Like sorghum bran will break down, which is one of the ancient grains that people talk about. It will, it will pelts another one. It will, um, these grains will, you know, take time and there'll be less of insulin. I think that if you are not a diabetic, right, and uh, you're overall healthy and, and things are going well, I think some good whole grains are just fine for you. Don't overdo it. It's true. Everything in moderation. Don't overdo it. But I think it's fine. Um, diabetics, I think, need to be careful because you, diabetics get tricked. It's true. You know, it's sad. Uh, doctors aren't educating well enough. And um, the one thing a doctor will tell his or her diabetic patient is, okay, stop eating the sugars. And so the diabetic switches from Lucky Charms cereal in the morning 
to some sort of a whole grain corn flake thing. And that's maybe a little better, but there's two problems. It's still grain. It still turns into sugar. It still boosts insulin. And diabetics have a problem with that because they, they already have insulin resistance. So even a little boost in insulin is not good. And then on top of that, some of those cereals to make that whole ancient grain more, I don't know, appetizing, more appealing, they add sugar. I mean, look at the label. Five grams, 10 grams, 15, I don't know. They add sugar. Then what's the point? So if you're diabetic, got to be real careful with it. Um, but if you're, everything's fine, I think a little grain here and there is okay. All right. I hope that was it. Oh, oh, the question ultimately was, what do I do? Um, I'm not a diabetic. My sugar levels are good. Um, my fasting sugar is around 90. Pretty good. I did a fasting insulin once, and I don't remember the number, but it was it was in an awesome range. So I'm, you know, when it comes to sugar, hey, I got other issues. When it comes to sugar, things are good, and so I I'm able to eat a few grains here and there, and I, and I seem to do okay. Okay, all right. Next one: Fox News Health listed ways to prevent summer weight gain. What do you think about what they have to say? And then the email had um, one, two, three, four, yeah, five, five. Five ways to prevent summer weight gain. And I guess they want my uh, opinion on this. So the first thing Fox News Health uh, posted was beat sweet cravings. Feel an ice cream binge coming on? Nip a sweet craving by eating something sour. Hmm. Bite into a pickle or sip some lemony water or tea. Yeah, I think that is good. Um, I used to suggest when I had a weight loss business years and years and years ago, it was called Diet Basics. Uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, I used to tell clients to brush their teeth. The minty, the minty flavoring cuts sugar craving as well. Saffron works good too. And then they say eat more fiber. Sure, that sounds great. At the salad bar, fill your plate with fiber first. Okay. And save the fatty indulgence for your last stop. Eh. Again, see, this is where it gets real conventional and traditional. Fat's really not the issue. It's the sugar. It's the insulin. So, what? Are you, so when you when they say fill your plate with fiber first, what kind of? I mean, what are they talking about? Are they talking about a bunch of grains? Oh, let's let's have five pieces of that whole grain bread. No, don't do that. That's not good. That's sugar and insulin. So maybe I don't agree with this one as much. I mean, fiber is good. We do want to eat more fiber. Fiber fills us up, especially uh, the soluble fibers can um, kind of bind some of the excess sugars. So that it is good. That's why whole grains are a little bit better because the fibers slow down the breakdown of the carb to the sugars. That's why it's good. So I, but, you know, I think it depends. It depends on what they mean by fill your plate with fiber first. What exactly are you filling your plate with? Build your plate by piling on the leafy greens first. Oh, okay, here we go. I didn't read the rest of it. Duh. Build your plate by piling on the leafy greens first. Yes, that's good. Then vegetables. Yes, that's good. And then finish with just a tasting portion uh, or two of fatty meats or creamy salads. Okay, maybe that sounds all right. Just don't don't eat. Watch the bread at those salad bars. That, that's what I was thinking. You know, you know, get a whole plate of bread. With a little bit of lettuce, no. But, so the way they actually wrote this out is good. So yeah, that, I like that one now. 
Number three, stay hydrated. Drink a tall glass of water before a meal. Yes, I like that. And you'll be satisfied eating less food. That is true. Soups work good too, by the way. It didn't necessarily have to be. I mean, water's good. Water helps you digest. So drink the water. But you know, a brothy soup extends the stomach just like a glass of water. Extending the stomach sends a signal to the brain that you're full. That's why it works. The same holds if you're grabbing a snack at a vending machine or convenience store. On steamy days, coconut water is a refreshingly low-calorie choice that helps replenish electrolytes lost through sweat. Sure, that's fine. All right, savory, uh, savor every bite. Yeah, and I've talked about this. You cannot succeed on a diet plan if you don't incorporate the flavors and textures that you like. That's, that's really what you're missing. It's not necessarily the exact food. It's the texture. It's the flavor. And there's ways to... Um, you know, if the food source is too sugary, but you like that texture and flavor, there's alternatives that that maybe don't have the same sugar content, but that can match the flavor and the texture. So you get that sensation. It is very powerful to to know what you like in terms of flavor and texture and add that in in a in healthy alternatives into your diet. And then lastly, it says snack smart. Have a healthy snack around mid afternoon, and you won't be so hungry come dinner time. Yeah, I eat I eat almonds. In mid-afternoon. I think that's great. Um, Fiber-rich carbs. And see, be careful with that. Lean proteins are good, yes. Low-fat cheese, maybe. Um, I, th- I think the seeds and nuts make great afternoon um, snacks. Just don't overdo it. They got calories, so just a little handful. That's it. I do like these. Fox News did a pretty good job here. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well. <laughs> 